G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Melody Festival and preview show for 2021, Michael. Always probably the biggest of the national finals. Mm. Uh, real, real sort of traditional one, this one. It's really great. Got to be the fan favourite. I know a lot of people like hang on for being too perfect, but hey, <laughs> can't be too perfect. We love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's It's got such a massive following and it's really very much for the domestic market, isn't it? But uh, it, it's you just can't ignore it. The quality that comes through in the in the production and the songs, it's it's right up there. And what have you thought of the contest so far this year? Yeah, look, I mean, as always, and it always seems to get off to kind of a bit of a, a slowish kind of start. Uh, but once you sort out the wheat from the chaff, you end up with a final. And, you know, again, we've got 12 really, really competitive songs here. I reckon every year I'm always like, mm, I'm not sure this year is great, but once you get rid of all the general plastic pop and just get the <laughs> finest plastic pop, it's really good. <laughs> but we're going to start with this. I mean, they're all perfect in their own way, <laughs> yes. but we do have to get through a lot of songs here. So we are going to run through a couple, a few of them, about five songs pretty quickly, who we don't think have a chance of taking out the title. Yeah, probably not in the top bunch and the real contenders, but still all great songs. And I guess the first one we will start with is Alvaro Estrella with Baila Baila. Through the Andreshansen last week, what did you what do you what do you make of Alvaro's effort? I like Alvaro, and he's done a really good job here. I just think ultimately, for me, this is the twelfth out of the twelve songs. I just not sure where the appeal is going to come from. There's no particular market it's going to grab either jury or televote. Fine effort to make the final, but um, he's not getting anywhere near the top. Yeah, he's a very good performer, isn't he? And he really does make a fist of this one. Some really good colour blocking, etc. with the stage. Hmm. Stage kind of reminds me of Tempo a bit from uh, Margaret's oh, uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. But really, you know, it, it's probably just not there as far as the song goes. But entertaining. Yeah, decent job. Yeah, sanitised uh, Swedish Latin always gets a bit of a run, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, another one we've got in this group here, Dale, is Paul Ray with The Missing Piece. He's back into the final second year running. What do you think of this one? I think this is a great little package, actually. Look, it's not the greatest song in the world, but it's really solid. I really like the staging, and I think he connects really well with the camera. I think he's got a rival in terms of Eric Sade. He's going to get that kind of young, good-looking vote of the guys. But I do think this song has jury appeal. I think it has no chance of winning or making the top three, but I think it'll do rather well in the international juries, but then fall away a lot in the televote. I think it'll be some outside chances, but a midfield placing is not impossible. Yeah, I'm kind of putting this one in a midfield place, to be honest. The song is kind of simple in its production, but it really does work. Mm. Um he sells it. He's got a really good vocal on this one, and I think the staging actually really suits it, particularly how it all comes together in the end, kind mm. of the missing piece, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was very cleverly done, but very simple. And you're right. I think the song is good, but I don't think it's at top notch that yeah. we're talking and that where the real contenders are. So good, solid effort. Probably do fairly well, but can't see it. No chance of winning, but the yeah. crown. Yeah. All right. One of the others we want to talk about, the ever-popular Vingana with their song, Tanka in Als Gachem. What do you reckon about this one? It's a guilty pleasure, this <laughs> no, one. You really like this I one, re- don't This you? is my fourth place, <laughs> and I should Gosh. be embarrassed by this, but I'm not. <laughs> and um, look, they made the final a few years ago, mm. and they did rather well. They yep. came midfield in the end, I think sixth place or seventh place overall. And scored a top ten hit with their song, so yeah. 
and very popular with the older demographic. And remember, they do weight the demographics. So 75 plus all over this. <laughs> and they'd mean just as much as the 20s. So look, no chance of winning again. Definitely going to get destroyed by the international jury. But don't be surprised to see this do pretty well in the telly vote. But again, no chance of winning. And look, iconic lyrics. Yeah, it's very much so. <laughs> Look, great to see Dansband in the final. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're such a such a Swedish thing. And I think this this song, The Boys, it it's well staged and the way I like it being staged, it doesn't age them. I mean, they're, you know, they're probably middle-aged <laughs> men. But it doesn't go down that really dinky kind of route of, of making it look like an RSL performance. It looks like a polished, quite polished yeah. pop performance. Um, the, cor- the chorus is a cracker on this one, I must admit. It really, really is. It does get stuck in your head for various reasons. But it, it, it's going to be popular, and particularly with the public, maybe not so much with the juries. Exactly. Look, they don't look like a boy band. They're not too young. They're not too old. It's just right for them. And Mm. I'm glad to see them in the final. Absolutely. We'll probably do better than a lot of people think. Let's go on to Clara Hammerstrom with her song Beat of Broken Hearts. What do you think of this one? Really elevated in the Andra Hansen rounds. Really good song right up my alley of female artist does a big kind of strong, powerful ballad thing going on. Great outfit. Great staging. It's just a really good year. Other years, Mm. I could see this top five and having a good little chance. Really strong depth year and kind of dot outdoes her a little bit and she kind of fades a little bit. So great to see her in the final. Tough year for her. Yeah, second time back to Malfesh. She didn't get out of the semi-final last year, so to actually be in the grand final this year, fantastic effort from her. This is one of those ones, it's sort of grown on me throughout the competition. I thought her semi-final performance wasn't the strongest, even mm. though she looked great, etc. She did really step it up in the Antrachansen last week. Really, really liked it. It's a very sort of stock standard Melfest song, if you ask me. Female on sort of plinth or whatever sings great pop song. She can sing it. She really, really can. Um, I just love the staging. I think it's very, very professional. The angles, the shots, mm. the colours, mm. everything kind of works. It is just a really great Melfest, Melfest package. Probably kind of in a tough year for her, though. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's move on to the last one in this group we want to talk about. It's Anton Evol, the new religion. Why have we got him this loader? Um, I think it just lacks compared to the other ones. Look, he does a fine job. Could get, definitely get some jury appeal. I just feel he's like the bottom of each kind of like top 10. So maybe he's 6th and 7th for like 8th or ninth overall. I just don't think he has big appeal on either. He can't. He, he dances really well, and his vocals okay, and the songs okay. It just leaves me a bit cold. I think it's a good, fine performance, um, and I just don't think it's going to have anyone to really grab hold either side of this. Yeah, I kind of agree. I've got decent song, very modern, but does nothing for me. I guess it's maybe it's almost this is the kind of clinical thing that we talk about sometimes with Sweden. He is a really good performer, mm. and it's him that sells this song, particularly, you know, projecting through that camera. Simple but effective staging. He brings it to life with his famed choreography, as always. But oh, I just don't think he has the vocal to really pull this off and take it to another level. So not kind of what it needs. Not to get to that top three. Again, could get a decent result, could beat a lot home, but I just don't see this having any chance of actually getting up to the top three there. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's not bad, probably not great. All right, let's move on to our next group. We think these guys could be kind of in the running, but they're pretty big outside chances. Let's start with Danny Salcedo and Daddy Dancer. Come on, 
he's back. What do we think of Danny Salcedo? Well, look, the reason I think he's got a chance here is, number one, the song is doing really quite well on Spotify. Um, even though I find this kind of like cheesy and camp, it also, the fact that people are listening to this on Spotify a lot, combined with quite an iconic staging presence, mm. and he's a big name, says there is going to be some appeal here, definitely in the Swedish market. Not many international fans I've seen have really gone for this song. I think everyone enjoys it. It's everyone's eighth or ninth. But I think in Sweden it might jump up a lot. Also, it's a, it, particularly that chorus is quite funky and quite good, and he performs it well and could definitely get some jury appeal. It's just about how much he can get either side. Um, again, I'm feeling like a midfielder best, but it just can't. You can't knock him out because he's always done so well at Melfast in the past. He's never got worse than, what, second and third? Yeah, pretty much. He's always a place getter. Very popular guy. You know, he's on a lot of TV shows in Sweden, etc. For me, this is an entry for just basically him to, for the domestic market. It's written in Swedish. It's all done in Swedish. That's very much, he knows that's not going to go to Eurovision. But he's there to, you know, promote himself in the domestic market. Very retro vibes here. Let's mention Jamiroquai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not just in the video. It feels a bit Jamiroquai. It's very much in there. It's got a 2000s kind of groove in the song that is very, very there. The chorus is simple. Doesn't really stick with me. <laughs> I do love the staging, though, and that's what really sets it apart. It's a great staging concept, and I really do love the way they change it up midway through it as well mm. to give it a little bit more of a push. So, look, I think it's good. I think it's strong. Yeah, no, I don't know if it's going to win, though. I like the song. I don't like the staging just <laughs> because it's an absolute rip-off of Jamiroquai, oh. but I do like the fact that they literally go outside the box. So <laughs> yes. it does improve it overall. Very yeah. smart to be able to turn around that whole set and you get another set. Like, save some money, too. Yeah, you know? nice job. Maybe nice some job. people aren't old enough to remember Jamiroquai. We've got to keep that in mind, Dale. It was the 90s as well. <laughs> Let's move on to our next one. It's Charlotte Pirelli with Still Young. Well, she is back. She's already a two-time winner. What do we think of Charlotte Pirelli and Still Young? Oh, yeah. Well, talking about 90s, <laughs> um, we've got a Careful. former Eurovision winner there from 1999. Mm. Absolute living legend. Mm. And you know what? I really kind of wanted to discount this, even in a personal favorite. But God, when we watched this again last night, and I hadn't watched it for a bit, it's so well done. It's exactly what it says on the tin. It's Schlagerama, and she is serving it. And the staging is phenomenal. She does a really good vocal. There will be love for her. This is much better than what she came back with in Melfest a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think there could be some respect there shown from juries. Not much, but maybe enough to get some half-decent score chuck on who knows what could happen with a tally vote particularly with the demographic waiting and look i think she could get a good result this is this is not bad and it's fun and it's just enjoyable power schlager it is this <laughs> power schlager being operative isn't it there is some really nice kind of sing-along anthemic uh portions to this throughout the chorus as well so there's a bit to hang on to with the with the song I mean, I love the staging personally. It is a little bit Melfest meets Fashion Week. You know, there's a lot of mm. sort of people strutting up and down catwalks and everything. They certainly make the use of the very long stage they have this year. But it's so well shot. The side shots, the 
angles and they really capture her as that kind of icon. Mm. She really, she carries it all. She's got that presence about her. So you're right. It's a tidy little package. I think it's got appeal for both juries and uh, Tallyboat. So probably a decent result coming up for her here. And I just love the fact that the staging and everything has nothing to do with the songs. The <laughs> lyrics are completely obsolete in this. Like, really, what's the song about? It's got nothing to do with it, but it's that old school Swedish slugger. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't matter. Exactly. And I, I quite like it. I think it's just brilliantly lit and brilliantly shot. There's some real moments there with, mm-hmm. the, um, with the staging. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one is Clara Klingenström with Behöver inte dig adag. Well, fingers crossed I said that in Swedish. (laughs) What do we think of Clara and this song? What a surprise back at mm. Melfest. Um, virtually the complete opposite of Charlotte Borelli. Very understated. Um, young woman. Sim- simple, but, you know, nice dress. Like, it's mm. not like, you know, it's flashy. Um, with the guitar, sings this, like, wonderful song. Really, I mean, it has this Melfest production on it, but it really could just be an indie, um, you know, girl with a guitar song. Mm-hmm. They've Melfested it up for sure. Um, there's something that makes gives me feels. It's the only song in this contest that I feel an emotional connection with the song, and I don't even know what she's singing. Yeah. Um, and she's just so likable as well. So you like the song, you like her. I like the difference of this understated um, performance, and also it's smashing the Spotify charts in Sweden. Um, this is the real grower. It's getting a lot of momentum. And I would never have thought this, but this definitely has an outside chance of doing well because it has jury and appeal. And now, it, from that Spotify chart, you have to have to say it's got Taliban appeal. Yeah, it, it's almost as indie as Melfest, modern <laughs> Melfest gets, isn't it? <laughs> There's still a little bit of polish on here, but they haven't completely shined it up. Look, for me, it's all about the song here. The song is just great. Mm. And it's, I must admit, when I go to my Melfest playlist, it's the first one I go to. It, it's just something about it. I think personally I'd love to hear an acoustic version of this because you're right, there's emotion in this song mm-hmm. and, and it comes through. It comes through in her performance. As far as the performance, it's almost a throwback. There's virtually no staging compared to what, what other mm. stuff gets thrown at Melfest. But that performance and, and that, it's all very clean and it's all very laid back and or, you know, pared back. And I think that's what makes it work. And I think that's what's capturing the Swedish attention and domestic attention about this as well. Because it's different. Mm. It's good, but it's still, and it's different. What we've seen so far across the national finals that a lot of countries are going different. Mm. There's this revolt against what has, has been in the new normal. And mm-hmm. could the new normal be an indie um, young girl, young woman goes to um, Wins Melfest <laughs> with a Swedish language song? Yeah, wow. Maybe a bit too much, but I think she can get a very good result. Wouldn't be surprised to see this be a shop top three. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking edge of the three, the way it goes. Well, I don't know if it's going to go to Eurovision, Dale, because we remember what happened the last time Sweden sent a woman with a guitar to Eurovision, but let's not rip the scabs off that one. Mm. All right, let's move on to the group. Now, we think these are probably the four real contenders coming up. Let's talk about the mummers and in the middle. Woo-hoo. When I run down 
they were our Melody Festival winners last year. They didn't get their moment in the sun at Rotterdam. They are back. What do we think of the Mummers 2021? Well, look, they've definitely come back with a contender. Um, they look great. There's a real connection between the three that is just so nice to see. Um, it's hard not to want to root for them and mm. and this warm vibe that they give off together. Um, you watch them sing to each other where normally you're like, connect with the camera. And I'm like, actually, no, I want to watch you guys connect. They get to show off their vocals. Is it as good a song as last year? No, I don't think anyone would say it's better than last year or probably on par. But you can't discount them. There's going to be a lot of love for them. They missed out their chance last year. They get to show off vocals that are some of the strongest in those harmonies that juries are going to lap up as well. So they're going to get some solid across the board in juries. You just don't know. You might get a third and a third for jumping up there. I just think that it has appeal without being amazing. For me, it kind of fades in the background a little bit, but I can understand why juries and why Televote would go for this. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you. It's probably not jumping out to me personally, but I still see the merit of how this could possibly get a good result. Really enjoy, and I think it's incredibly smart, the way they open the performance mm. with them basically wearing their outfits from, yep. from last yep. year really triggers that memory. Oh, these ladies. And then all of a sudden they're back. They're glittery. They're, it's a glow up for their 2021 look. You're right. The vocals are never in doubt with these ladies, are they? They're mm. just absolutely spot on. And so is every little move they do during the performance. Yeah. It's obviously not high Corey with these ladies or anything like that, but there's those sweet little serves they give, and they're so, so perfect with that. The song is good. The song is good, particularly mm. when I'm listening to it. I'm like, okay, this is great. doesn't really stick with me, though. Mm. So I will have to say perhaps their song last year was better, so maybe I'm not putting them up so high because of that. I think the the where they will f- finish in the end will be a lot to do with them. Mm-hmm. If it was another act, I th- do think they would have made the final, but I don't think they would get the same result if it wasn't the mummers. Yeah. And we'd never heard of them before. Exactly. There's just something, you're right, there's just something so warm and genuine and likable about these ladies. And you, you want them to go, but I, it's I like, your song's it. not yeah. good enough. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I kind of believe in their sisterhood. They probably hate each other. Yeah, probably hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're very good actors if that's the case. Yeah, but, exactly. And I love your point on Corey. It might be really simple, mm-hmm. but doing simple so effectively is and effortlessly mm-hmm. that you don't even notice is really talented. Very professional stuff. Okay. Let's move on to one of our other contenders. It's Dotter with Little Tot. Beaten by a point last year by the aforementioned Mummers. What do we think of Dotter's return for 2021? Each year she comes back, she just comes back bigger and better mm. and more polished and mature and professional. Um, this is just, this is like a pop star turning up to Melfest and doing a performance. I just think it's just so well done. Her look is fantastic. She performs a great. Her vocal is good on this. I've found her vocal in the past at times grating, but that's her vocal style, not necessarily her ability. I feel like this song suits that vocal more and it doesn't hit those elements where I'm like, I don't feel that uncomfortable with that. Um, She has time to to really put a good performance in here. 
there's a there's a hook with the chorus as well to 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 jump onto and to latch onto no doubt it has appeal for jury no doubt it has appeal for televote not doing as well as some other songs in the spotify but i do feel this is a visual performance Mm. as well i definitely want to watch the video maybe not jump onto the spotify and listen yeah, no, I'll agree. For me, this is the hookiest song of the whole lot. This is the one that sticks with me, and it did from the very first time she performed it. You know, I run around singing it to my cats. <laughs> uh, for me, True. this is the complete Melfest package for this year. She's got the look. She's got the lighting and the performance. She's got the camera angles. It all works. It's all very well thought, thought through. And you can almost see every frame is, yes, this is what we want here. This is what we want there. I think it's Eurovision ready. Really, mm. that whole this whole package, you could just basically go, right, well, let's film it now, we're off. I like how there's peaks and troughs throughout it. She does vary it up, and it kind of needs it, because it is a standard kind of pop song with a bit of a catchy chorus. Yeah. So it needs a little bit of variety in there to make it kind of stand out. And you're right, the vocal moments work. It work. It, it, she's not overextending. She's not trying to do big dummy in kind of notes. She's keeping it within her range and delivering. So... I think, I think this is a really tidy little package. I agree. There's vote potential on both sides, so therefore you should be set up for a pretty good result. Yeah. My concern about the overall result is I think the public vote might be quite close. Mm-hmm. I think the juries are going to have a big role to play here. It is a little bit being done before, even oh, though yeah. her performance is great and whatever. Exactly. It's not groundbreaking, is it? No, and I'm concerned for her that maybe she'll be too far behind. And even if she does sneak a televote win or is up there, that or could even be vice versa. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know sometimes. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if this is going to get over the line, mm-hmm. but I think it probably deserves to. It's my personal favorite. <laughs> I think it's the most Eurovision ready and would probably get them, well, maybe not the best result, but like a really, really strong result as well. So... It'd be a shame. I hope she doesn't finish second again. Oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to take the crown. You're right. I just don't know if there's don't the feel it. originality in here to really grab probably um, uh, jury's attentions like she did last year. Mm. So, um, yeah, but still should be a pretty good result. It'll be up there, one, definitely, without a doubt. One would imagine. All right, let's move on to Dusa Voices. Going in an absolute raging favourite at this stage. Like, the odds are just, do they know something we don't know? <laughs> like, what is going on? I know. Like, I mean, <laughs> def- we've definitely got in this top four contentions, but I think the last odds were about $1.40 for Tuse, and then the next lot were five dollars was 10 Um And I'm like, what are we missing? Because this is, re- I mean, don't get me wrong, this is good. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about what's good about yeah, it. Yeah, let's please do. The uh, To me, this is one of the hookiest songs I had for the chorus, definitely. I was like, I remember this, I'm going to sing it straight after. I love the staging. I love those backing um, singers and dancers, the way they presented coming out. Mm. Um, he's striking in his outfit. That could be a bit of a, you know, some people will love that big striking red mm. velour kind of velvety <laughs> suit or whatever it is. Love it. Um, and some might not like it so much. He definitely needs to bring a bigger performance. My the reasons I have him a little bit lower, he's about midfield for me, is because the semi-final just needed a little bit more punch. I do think he'll bring it. 
in the final and that could really elevate it for me and could be like, yeah, that is a standout winner. But right now, I see him in this bunch and I definitely don't see him as a standout winner, but he's got every chance mm. of doing very well with both. I just don't... To me, this is such an unknown quantity. I really don't know how to rate it, how it will go in jury and tally vote. Mm. We did comment after his semi-final that um, he was probably about 80% of where he needed to be for this to reach its potential. But he'd even got better in the semi-final. I thought his first performance was a little bit nervy. He did his reprise performance after going direct to finale. He was a lot better there. I think he'll be a much, much better for this run coming up even. So mm. hopefully he can ramp up that performance a little bit more. Unless you got the nerves of being the red hot raging favourite mm. and you had the relief of getting through and therefore you had relaxed performance a second yeah. time. So look, there's a question mark, definitely. Definitely. Look, I do really like him and you're right. I personally like the styling and the, the you know, <laughs> it was a red, red velvet kind yeah. of smoking jacket or something he's wearing. <laughs> um, and, but I think he's, as far as staging goes, you can see that the organisers have given him one of the best stagings really with the shots the lighting you're right the way that the dancers and backing singers come in to the performance yeah it's all very expensive looking it's all very melfest the song itself it's a little formulaic you know like it's but at the same token it's a tried and tested formula and it works so you know it's a good strong song he's a, a good performer hopefully it comes together on the night because you know i think this this is a pretty strong contender i don't know if it's a dollar 40 favorite for me but very strong contender of course that's why we got it here um we might have question marks about how much of a favorite he is Mm. but he's definitely got every chance of taking it out we'll see i'd like to see a stronger vocal definitely yeah because definitely probably where he could win it and take it to the next gear all right let's move on to the last song we want to talk about it's Eric Sado with Every Minute. I want it all, every minute. I love it in the morning. Na, 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 na. I love it in the evening. Na, 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 na. I love it every weekend. Na, 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 na. I want it all, every minute. Well, no stranger to anyone out there is Eric Sado. What do we think of? his efforts this year well look it stands out um that staging alone is just you can't take your eyes off what's going on um it's really well done very modern very contemporary i would see a big artist doing something like this and getting to be a little bit experimental where it doesn't really matter about a competition song Mm. um how this goes in a competitive market it's really hard to say though I do think juries will go for this. I think they love something that they could potentially see someone doing in a mainstream way or maybe re-radio commercial. And it's so different pop that it stands out. While Dot is quite, what we've seen before, done very well. This is new. This is fresh. And even though maybe there's a bit of a disconnect, it's a little bit like Dance You Off in a way. Not the genre, not the song, but the way that it's very different and they're presented at whatever and juries lap that up. We know the televote didn't go for it so much outside of Sweden, but they did in there. And Eric Sade is just such a popular person mm. in Sweden as well. And he's got that kind of cheeky boy look that I think the old grandma's 75 plus and the 12-year-old girls and everyone in between is going to like and want to root for. 
and I think he's got a very strong chance of taking it out. Mm, yeah, it's. I think it's the simplicity here that works for me and makes it stand out. Doesn't have the bells and whistles, perhaps, of some of the others. Um, and, and that simplicity works in the song, in his performance, in his vocal. It's all there, it, it, but it's not over the top. And normally it's bells and whistles and, you know, fireworks and everything at Melfest. And this is completely stepping away from that. Um, I do like the, the way it's performed. It is a little bit on the video clip side, mm-hmm. which can be a little bit of a fraught with danger, but they do break that illusion towards the end, and I think it needs that. Yep. Um, but it's it's you're right. It's just the modernness and the contemporary feel of this whole thing mm. that really makes it the big contender because, again, Eurovision ready. I think this is ready to go. He's obviously a, a very popular and, and uh, seasoned performer now, so... You know, I could see this getting the ticket, to be honest, because it's a bit safe pair of hands for Sweden, to be honest. Yeah, and some, it is different in a way, though, as well. And I kind of like that, um, that even though it's Melfest, it's, it's taking a step outside the box or turning around on the turntable or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think I think it's really, really, really solid. Is it my favourite? No, it's probably about third. Or, I think it's third for me. But if I was a jury member... I'd probably give this 12 points hmm. because of the way it's performed, its originality, mm-hmm. its contemporaryness. I, if I was a jury member, I'd probably give it 12. Yes, and his use of knitwear as well, I find <laughs> delightful. Not, not often you see people go out in knitted stuff. I know, for, uh, and that's part of it. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, part of it. I think it was so not what I was expecting that I was a little, oh, when it happened mm. in the semi-final. But now that I've you know seen it and let it, you know heard it a few times on Spotify really like this this is really really good it's the most talked about song yeah very much so and i can see why it is a contender well they're the 12 songs okay we're going to be making any bold predictions or anything dale what are we are you going to rank anything what, what do we got next all right well let's pick let's pick who we think is going to win i think and you can probably hear from what i said last time that eric sade is going to win this i said this before Melfest started and i'm standing by it i think this has both appeal i think it will win the jury um, could be close tally vote, and I think he will win. It won't be a huge margin; won't be one point. I think <laughs> I think maybe Tuesday we will get the second, and I think uh, Dotter third place. Um, I think the mummers might not do as well as people think, and Clara could be that fourth to third place as well. So Clara could jump in front of Dotter. You never know. Yeah, possibly. Uh, look, my heart wants Dotter to get through because I do Same. love the song, and I want her <laughs> to get through. I'm kind of going to go with the bookies. I'm going to say Tusa. I think, really? he's, going to, I think okay. he's got the song, and I think we'll see that extra gear come up. I just, I just think Eric's song is just a little bit too different to, uh, to probably for the Swedes to send. It might even be the juries that kill him off a little bit. It's, it is just a question mark, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, but you know what? I feel like it's a very open race. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel there's not an obvious winner at all, yeah. and we've had years. John Ludwig had already won before we even started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and last year was probably a race between two, maybe a third. This one is like, hey, if Clara comes out of nowhere and wins, it wouldn't be a, an absolute shock. It'd be mm-hmm. a big shock, but it wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, I think we've got about four, four and a half runners in this one that could uh, throw a blanket over him at the uh, finish line, maybe. It's going to be interesting. Oh, maybe another one of those photo finishes might be nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, this has been great. Lovely to always go through Melfest. It's our last national final of the year. Yes. Enjoy the show. It should be a cracker. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys.